the Ortho PAC hosted by Sam Dyer. Welcome to the Ortho PAC where we discuss up-to-date orthopedic topics for the busy clinician. I invite you to sit back and relax as I attempt to fill in the gaps between education, current events, and real-world practice. Welcome back listeners. Today it is my pleasure to welcome Cindy Crenshaw to our podcast. Cindy is a coding specialist with Ortho Carolina and recently presented 2023 E&M updates for our orthopedic boot camp. Cindy, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Okay, I wanted to spend most of our time on MDM, medical decision making. Cindy, can you please describe for our listeners what are the different categories of MDM, what I mean by that problem data and risk, and what are some examples of what is included in each of those categories at the different levels of chart? I know that's asking a lot of information, but you break it down very well. The categories of medical decision-making really didn't change. They just kind of clarified them a bit. And so the categories are still the same. The first one is number and complexity of problems addressed. The second one is data. And then the third is risk. You need two of the three areas of medical decision-making to drive the code. More often than not, I'd say probably 90 plus percent of the time, the two categories are going to be the number and complexity of problems addressed, really why are you seeing the patient, and then the risk, what are you doing about it? Very seldom is data going to get you there. There is pretty much one exception across the board where data can help, and we'll talk about that. So let's start with presenting problems. So examples of level three, low medical decision-making presenting problems are acute, uncomplicated conditions. Those are your sprains, your strains, your bumps, bruises, contusions, or it could be one stable chronic condition. That's your person that is doing well with their osteoarthritis and just came in for a refill. That's one stable chronic condition, and the presenting problem there is really level three, low. Examples of moderate presenting problems, level four, Those are your chronic conditions with exacerbation. Those are probably really the patients that you're seeing. People don't tend to come in when they're stable or improving. They tend to come in when they're having an exacerbation of their chronic condition. And I have to say a word about chronic. Chronic means either they have had symptoms for one year or more, or if they have recent symptoms, but your diagnosis is a condition that you know will be a chronic condition. An example of that patient comes in and their knee has been hurting for two weeks, but you do x-rays and see that they have osteoarthritis. You know, even though that patient's only had pain or symptoms for two weeks, you know this to be a chronic condition. So either it's lasted a year or you know the nature of that condition will be that it lasts a year. That is considered chronic. Another example of level four presenting problem, an acute complicated condition. So those are your fractures, dislocations, tears, ruptures. Those are level four. So level three, acute, uncomplicated, sprains, strains, bumps, bruises, contusions. Level four, acute, complicated. Those are your fractures, dislocations, tears, ruptures. The last example of level four, moderate presenting problems, are undiagnosed conditions with uncertain prognoses. Those are your cases where the patient's coming in, you can't see what's wrong, you're sending them for advanced imaging. You're sending them for an MRI or CT. That's an example of level four presenting problem. 
And then lastly, level five for presenting problem, a chronic condition with severe exacerbation. So remember we said level four is a chronic condition with exacerbation. And then level five is chronic condition with severe exacerbation. So how subjective is that? Who are we even to really make the difference between is it exacerbation or is it severe? We don't really look at that so much when we're looking at level fives because that's super subjective. We're really looking at risk when we're looking at level five visits, and I'll talk about that too. The next category of medical decision-making is data. And remember I mentioned it's not very often that data is going to drive your code. That medical decision-making card, I don't know if you remember the looks of it, but the first category, presenting problem, it's pretty cut and dry, some bullets there. The last column, risk, pretty cut and dry. But that middle column, data, oh my goodness, it's got subcategories, it's got multiple bullet points, it's a lot. And it is hard to get somewhere coding based on data. The one exception is for level four, if you do an independent interpretation of a test performed by another provider, well, what is that? That is an MRI. We don't bill for MRIs at our organization. We have another facility that bills, so we don't get paid for that MRI interpretation. So our providers are doing their own independent interpretation of a test performed by another provider. And if you happen to be looking at the medical decision-making card, that's in level four for data, and it's that category two of data, independent interpretation of tests. So that is your independent interpretation of an MRI, a CT scan, or it could even be something as simple as outside x-rays. From time to time, we have patients that come in and say, yeah, I was at the ER two days ago, and we pull up their x-rays and take a look. So we didn't get paid for that hospital's x-rays. So we get to have our providers look at those images and do their independent interpretation. And that is level four credit for data. So MRI, CT, or outside x-ray interpretation. And just to note, what I mean about interpretation, that means you're not just pasting in the radiology report. That means you're actually documenting your own interpretation of the images. Payers look for words like images show or demonstrate or reveal. I look for these words proving that you're doing your own independent interpretation. So that's data. That's really when data can help drive a code for level four independent interpretation. The last category, risk. Level three risk, some examples of level three risk. If you're looking at the MDM card, so there are no examples for level three risk. In the old medical decision-making card, we had examples. We missed those examples. So we still use those examples. The examples are over-the-counter medications, ordering physical therapy or occupational therapy, home exercise programs, splinting, anything like that, stretching. All of those are examples of the old medical decision-making table for level three. We still use those, even though they're not on the new card. Examples of level four risk. So we get some examples here. The biggest ones are prescription drug management. That's the first one on there. We include injectable drug management in that. The next one is a decision for surgery, a decision for major surgery, meaning a decision for surgery with a 90-day global. That's the definition of major surgery, 90-day global. So decision for surgery with no increased risk factors, that's level four for risk. And then also we consider 
fractures as level four risk. It's not on that card, but the way we consider it, number one, it used to be on the old card, medical decision-making card. And then also fractures are usually almost always a 90-day global. So that's still kind of in the same vein as that major surgery global. So that's how we consider level four risk for fractures. And then lastly, level five risk. This is major surgery. Remember that 90-day global with increased risk factors. So this is a decision for major surgery on a patient that has increased risk. It could be the patient has diabetes. The patient could be a smoker. They could be on blood thinners. They could have COPD. They could be on chronic pain narcotics. And any of those conditions, even just one, impacts that patient's either outcome of healing or the surgery itself or anesthesia. So if you document that the patient has that increased risk factor, that's level five for risk. And then the last one for level five risk is decision for emergency major surgery or the decision for hospitalization. If you send the patient straight to the hospital, that's level five risk. We occasionally have folks that send patients to the hospital because they're worried about a DVT. That's definitely level five for risk. Listeners that would like to see this actually on paper, the chart that you used in your presentation, is it in the CPT or ICD-10 books? Yes. Easiest way I say this, I'm guilty of saying this all the time. Just Google it. The verbiage that I Googled to get it to come up as the first choice was AMA, Medical Decision-Making Card. And it's the first link. Cindy, I want to thank you so much for your time and your expertise and sharing with our audience. Of course. More guidelines for coding and billing coming up next week. Thank you for listening to the Ortho PAC podcast. Listeners, our fourth annual Ortho in the West conference will be arthritis to arthroplasty, February the 17th through the 19th in Phoenix, Arizona. The details are on paos.org website. Registration is open.